welcome everyone to the Centurion Leadership Battalion Show with Justin Bizarro. I'm Justin Bizarro. I'm your host. That's B I Z A R O for anyone who's out there. You can find us on Instagram at Justin Bizarro or Centurion.Battalion. We haven't put anything up there or anything like that, but we are building Instagram presence eventually. And um, you can also find us on Spotify or wherever else you grow yourself through podcasts. So we are building up to two more episodes, basically this episode, and then one more on panic attacks and panic disorder. And then we will have the final of this series of episodes, which will lead up to what happens when we have an identity crisis. So then we will start changing our topics. We will enter a new season in the show. We will start concentrating again on the pillars of leadership. I started those back in August of last year. We're going to circle back and actually do all 18 E's, break them down into subcategories, and then talk about those for the podcast here in the show. And so that'll be a new series. Those will be 18 episodes that'll last about nine weeks, similar to what how many weeks this one went on for. And the reason for that is we're going to try to have seasons on this show. It's going to be more strategic. We're actually going to try to give segments and lessons. I could break it out into actual seasons if I if we wanted to. We might do that now that I just said it out loud. But one of the things that I think that leads to identity crisis or things that we're talking about panic I'm even having a little bit of panic talking about this, um, is that for entrepreneurs, because I do have a show also called Justin the Food Entrepreneur Show, and then I have the Justin Ryan Bizarro Show, which is just for entrepreneurs and stuff outside of food, because I'm trying to tell their story also, not just food entrepreneurs, even though there's a lot more food entrepreneurs in the world. But one of the things that I've come to realize um, and something that led me to an identity crisis eventually was the word entrepreneur and what it meant um, and how different people are entrepreneurs, what the types of entrepreneurs are. But I think sometimes we're misidentified. I think sometimes we use the word appropriately and inappropriately. I think there's a difference between businessmen and women, uh, wealth seekers, sole proprietors okay and the reason I bring that up is because I think entrepreneurship is about dreaming big having dreams big enough to fit everyone else's dream inside of it as I've learned from mentors but I think it's also about creating jobs they would say it's about hiring labor Um, and acquiring resources but really it's about creating jobs it's creating the livelihood for people to have financial freedom and independence in their in their legacies it's also dreaming big but having dealing in reality and sometimes that means that our visions and stuff can be so big that That's what it means to dream big, to make sure everyone else's dreams fits in it, their kids' dreams, their great-grandchildren, their grandchildren. Like, what does that look like? How much money can education, livelihood, 
safety can that provide? So I think as an entrepreneur, they're leaders, but they also create a lot of these things. Um, you know, it's anyone basically that manufactures goods or provides services, I agree. But it's, um, you know, from what I read, um, according to Investopedia, an entrepreneur is to undertake. It comes from the French word entrepadre, a uh, French verb. I probably said that wrong. And it means to undertake. So, um, you know, it's interesting because I think often, unless we're entrepreneurs, are truly people that create things that better the world. Uh, they grow humans. They care about the world around them. So I think that, that that's a lot of it. But a lot of people define it in many different ways. Just because you create a business, you're an entrepreneur. I'm not, I don't think that that's true. I think if you're seeking wealth and money and it's not to grow the world, you're actually a wealth seeker. You're not an entrepreneur. And if you just run a business and it doesn't grow and you don't have what the intent of growing your business and you're comfortable with where you are, you're not an entrepreneur either. Like making the world a better place is growing and creating more jobs and creating upward mobility for your team members or employees. But I like the term team members better. Personally, it's up to you. So that brings us to what are the four types of entrepreneurs? I grabbed this from Investopedia. Again, you can just look up investopedia.com. Go to Entrepreneur and it'll give you these definitions. I will put a link in the bottom part of the episode because it was one of my main sources for this. But again, I needed to find what an entrepreneur is to me, uh, what it is to a lot of people, I believe, what it is within the Arite Syndicate, uh, you know, and what, what means to do a force for good. Okay, entrepreneurs are a force for good in the world. There's no group that creates more freedom. So there's a big difference in entrepreneur. You're almost like a musketeer, but we're talking about in business to better the world. Okay. So let's talk about their definition. There are four types of entrepreneurs. One is a builder. Builders seek to create scalable businesses within a short time frame. Builders typically pass $5 million in revenue in the first two to four years and continue to build up into $100 million or beyond. Okay, this isn't always true. Like, I know a lot of businesses that are 10, 12 years plus before they start making $5 billion, I mean $5 million, and then scalability after that. So, yes, I agree, but it's really, it is. Builders seek to create scalable businesses within a short time frame. I would tweak it to say builders seek to create scalable businesses that create better lives for humans and the animals and whatever on this planet within a short time frame. Okay, opportunistic is the second one. Opportunistic entrepreneurs are optimistic individuals with the ability to pick out financial opportunities, get it in the right time, stay on board during the time of growth, and exit when a business hits its peak. Okay, so these type of entrepreneurs are concerned with profits and the wealth they build. Again, I think this is more of a wealth seeker. So, uh, innovator. Innovators are those rare individuals that come up with a great idea or product that no one has thought of before. I agree. Thomas Edison, Steve Jobs, Mark Zuckerberg. 
and why I agree with these again is it for the purpose of bettering the world or is it just to create wealth you know because if it's wealth it's still an opportunist or wealth seeker in my opinion the last one is a specialist these individuals are analytical and risk adverse they have strong skill set in a specific area they obtained through education or apprenticeship a specialist entrepreneur will build out their business through networking and referrals sometimes resulting in slower growth than a builder entrepreneur Okay, I agree with that one. I think that's the one I'm talking about. Like some of these opportunists, I mean, not opportunists, some of these builders are actually specialists. They just take longer to build their business. It's more strategic and relationship built. Okay, so why do I bring this up? Because um, here's why. I'm going to define again on the same thing. They have the seven characteristics of entrepreneurs one is versatility. Okay, two is flexibility, three is money savviness, four is resiliency, Fo number five is focus, six is business smart, and seven is communication skills. Okay, why do I talk about this? I again, I think it's here, but I think one of the, the number eighth characteristic would actually be exposure. How much exposure do they have to the world? How many? How much worldly thinking do they have? Is what they're doing solution-based for the whole world? Okay, so um, I will start to read these a little bit because um, I think we can go through them real quick before this episode gets too long. So number one is versatility. When starting out, it's essential to personally handle sales and other customer interactions whenever possible. Direct client contact is the clearest path to obtaining honest feedback about what the target market likes and what you could be doing better. I like this because a lot of entrepreneurs want it their way. It's their way or the highway, but that's the problem with this is there's only one customer, the entrepreneur, not the actual customers or clients they're trying to obtain. So you've got to identify the market for sure. Number two is flexibility. Few successful business owners find perfect formulas straight out of the gate. On the contrary, ideas must morph over time. Whether tweaking product design or altering food items on a menu, finding the perfect sweet spot takes trial and error. I agree with this again. That's why I don't like the term business plans. They should be called growing plans, like growth strategies. How are we growing? Let's reassess it every quarter. Update the plan. Maybe no more than 10 pages ever. Make it easy, make it so anyone can read it, make it so it's accessible to all the employees and let them know it's constantly changing and adapting. Get people used to uncomfortable change. That's the one thing about healthcare that I loved. We had to change the menus every three months so people got used to uncomfortability. Number three, money savviness. At the heart of any successful new business is steady cash flow, which is essential for purchasing inventory, paying rent, maintaining equipment, and promoting the business. The key to staying in the black is vigorous, regular cash flow management. So, I agree, obviously, you need to be financially, you need to read your financial statements, you need to be fairly honest human, um, you need to be able to talk about money and disclose what you need to disclose honestly, but I wouldn't say, I say mostly because you can't tell everyone everything not everyone understands it or is in a position in the company that they need to know so 
resiliency. Running your own business is extremely difficult, especially getting one started from scratch. It requires a lot of time, dedication, and often failure. A successful entrepreneur must show resilience to all the difficulties on the road ahead. Whenever they meet with failure or rejection, they must keep pushing forward. Number five, focus. I know that one I just had to reinforce because I think a lot of us give up. We think it's easy because we see it easy. We see the victories. We don't realize the uh, pursuit and how long it took. Five, focus. Similar to resilience, a successful entrepreneur must stay focused and eliminate the noise and doubts that come with running a business. Becoming sidetracked, not believing in your instincts and ideas, and losing sight of the end goal is a recipe of failure. A successful entrepreneur must always remember why they started the business and remain on course to see it through. This is a big one. That I Focus is a big one, guys. That's where the identity crisis and stuff start stemming from when we don't remain focused on the businesses we build. I know because I've been there. Okay. I also know that if we don't focus, we go to something where we attract the uh, the lovable loser, as it would be called, and the um, competent asshole, as I just talked about with a friend today. And I keep talking about this because when we lose focus, we don't see these individuals come into life. And it's true what they say. Every business has it. I don't know if anyone's ever heard that, but it is true. Often successful entrepreneurs who start to not get focused and start to pass the thing on to other people, they attract a lovable loser and a competent asshole, a bully, a mean guy, a guy who destroys your business if you're not careful, and a lovable loser who wants everyone to love him, is willing to pay a lot of money to do it, and doesn't really care if it's bought or it's paid for or whatever but in reality they're actually a loser they will never win because they don't have what it takes to cut the losses so it's sad but I've had experience with both okay some of them very close to me and um, it's hard so you know it's something to be aware of you know and you could be one of them you could be the uh the lovable loser, or you could be the uh, incompetent asshole. Or competent asshole, sorry. Meaning you know all the skills, you, you have the guy who has all the smarts, and he knows how to run everything, he's just a jerk and a bully and a mean dude. Number six, business smarts. Knowing how to manage money and understand financial statements are critical for anyone running their own business. Knowing your revenues, your costs, and how to increase or decrease them respectively is important. Making sure you don't burn through cash will allow you to keep the business alive. Okay, implementing a sound business strategy, knowing your target market, your competitors, your strengths and weaknesses will allow you to maneuver during the difficult landscape of running a business. Okay. Um, it doesn't talk about leadership in here. Again, it's the seven characteristics. Again, I would I said eight. Wanting to just spread positivity, want to grow the world around them is definitely one. Positively pollinate the world. That's why I have a tattoo on my hand of a bee. Like I went through a very hard time, and I never want to forget or let my ego or anything get in the way. I want to. I'm humbled now. 
I'm humbled now by everything. And so that means that I have to remind myself to be positively pollinating the world always. That's why I put it on my hand so I always see it. It's never covered unless I have gloves on. But it's always to remind me of that. That's why it's on my hand. Um, communication skills is number seven on here. Sexual communication is important in almost every facet of life, regardless of what you do. It is also the utmost importance in running a business from conveying your ideas and strategies to potential investors and sharing a business plan with your employees and negotiating contracts with suppliers all require successful communication. Agreed. You know, the one that they leave out, like I said, the positive pollination, that's number eight for sure. Number nine is definitely leadership. Entrepreneurs are just good leaders. They're willing to do what it takes. They're nothing's below them, you know, and they're willing to do what they ask everyone else to do, and they show it and have shown it. They're willing to start at the bottom usually and work their way up as leaders no matter how many times they restart their life or have to fix their life. They're willing to really take the risk, meaning they're an entrepreneur and they're willing to work their way up again even if they lose their business because they believe they have purpose and they believe that those businesses that they create will do good in the world. And I really anchor this for a lot of entrepreneurs because we are going to talk about identity crisis after the next episode, which is panic attacks and, and panic disorder. What is panic attacks and panic disorder really? That'll be the next episode. That's what it's called. Just like this one's called is what are entrepreneurs really? I appreciate you guys. I love what you guys follow and come in. I'm going to try to keep the episodes a little shorter on these. Just pow, throw it right at you. So thank you guys. I think entrepreneurs are also capitalistic, meaning they want to build economies and build industries, hopefully to better the world. Like I said, the positive pollination is a big one. Thank you, guys. I appreciate all of you. You can find us on Spotify, wherever else you grow yourself through podcasts. You can find me on Instagram, at Justin Bizarro. Again, B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. And you can find this, the Centurion Leadership Battalion on Spotify, as well as Justin the Food Entrepreneurs, the Justin Ryan Bizarro Show, and the Night Dasher, D-A-S-H-O-R, with Justin Bizarro as we uh, launch that and, and get through the changing of the name a little bit, as you can tell, it's spelled a little differently, and uh, relaunching some of the episodes to to uh, the audience out here as we've gained more research and information. So thank you again. I love you guys. Thank you for listening in, and we're out.